Tell Tales, Dakota Folk Life and Stories, is a collection of narratives of shared personal experiences of peoples of the North Dakota Plains. They originate from and are shaped by interviews with senior citizens, many who are in elder care facilities. In 2020, our emphasis was on veterans, and while in-person interviews were not possible due to the pandemic, we were able to speak remotely with a number of them. Bill Prohashka grew up on a farm in Atchison, Kansas, a small town located along the Missouri River in the northeastern corner of the state. As part of our conversation, we asked Bill to read a poem he wrote titled, Where I'm From. I am from a coffee cup, from a disposable shaver, peanut butter, and jelly beans. I am from a big brick house made of rock and brick, smelling like Roy tan cigars and fried chicken we raised. I am growing blue irises and red roses, peach and walnut trees, limbs stretched out straight for good climbing. I am from special meals on holidays and being ordinary. I am from 6 a.m. milking cows, mom cooking breakfast, and from silent prayers before bed. I'm from Be Quiet and Stay Nice, and from Kate Smith on the radio, a nice voice, and from a church every week. I'm from Atchison Canyon, Italian and in, or Australian. From tomato patching and strawberries. From Grandpa dodging Austrian draft, came to America a hardworking good man. And from enlisting in 1959 Air Force, Lackland, Amarillo, AFV, and Texas, no war. Memories are good lie in my head, in my heart. This is where I'm from. Bill is a veteran having served four years in the United States Air Force. But his family history tells of how avoiding military service and the notorious Austrian army brought his ancestors to America. Well, at that time, that Austrian-Hungarian army was the most feared army in Europe. If you got drafted in there, you were in there for 23 years, and they didn't want to be in there, him and his Brother didn't want to be in there that long, so they, they came to the United States. And in the United States, service in the military became sort of a family tradition, with many members signing up for service. All my brothers did. My oldest brother, he got drafted out of high school in the Second World War, and he was only in there for a tail end of it. His only war story was he was driving a for this officer. There's a dead German laying in the road. He went to steer around him, and the officer said, don't steer around, just run over him. He said, so I did. That was his war story. Like many men his age during the Vietnam era, Bill faced the real prospect of being drafted, so he enlisted. I figured I had to go sooner or later, so I figured I might as well get in there and get it over with before I got involved in anything, you know, like got married or something. At the time, you know, I knew we were, we were getting involved in Vietnam. And I figured if I got in and got out of there before it got real, real bad, I, I wouldn't get caught up in that stuff because that was a mess. 
After enlisting, Bill was shipped to Texas for basic training. We took the train from Kansas City down to Texas, uh, Amarillo. One of the first things I remember was in the chow line, you know, and I got a piece of bread and had a little mold on it. I told that guy, I said, hey, I got mold on that bread. He said, just shut up and eat it. So I did. <laughs> the Air Force trained Bill as a specialized jet engine mechanic. I was a flight line mechanic. I tacked him out there for an engine check. You tacked him out there, then they chain it down. I just take the throttle and move it ahead, and uh, they go to 100%, and then kind of go down, you know. Then I kick the afterburner in for just a little bit. Maybe checking the leaks and stuff. While Bill enjoyed his four years serving in the Air Force, he recognized that he really didn't have a long-term future in the military. I knew I, I didn't have no, no career. I didn't have no military bearing. I don't know how I made it through four years without, without getting a, some kind of bad discharge. The strangest thing that happened to me was I actually got a good conduct. I don't, I don't know how that came about. <laughs> we asked Bill, as a veteran and one who had received a good conduct medal, how he felt about military service in general. Well, I think it's something everybody should do. You know, I don't think you got to be gun ho or anything like that. You know, just be like in the National Guard, be ready in case something happens. The National Guard now is kind of like our our National Police Force. Every time something, something happens, they got the National Guard there. Well, like when they try to overthrow the government, you got to have a National Police Force to put them people down. Produced in partnership with the Cheyenne Care Center in Valley City, North Dakota, and Dakota Legacy. This project is produced in part with a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts.